What's up, goons? What is this, episode 38? Something like that. All right, well, I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. This is Notes of a Goon. I am joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. What's up, Chris? How's it going, Mike? Before we started the show, you were talking to a girl uh, on the phone, and uh, you, you were FaceTiming. I uh-huh. was in the other room, and I could hear you. Uh-huh. Um, she sounded like a, you know, a, a, she doesn't listen to the show, right? No, I don't, I don't, no. A blithering ninny is what I'm going to say, Mike. Yeah. No, she seemed like a nice girl, but... Yeah. um. Why I, else would I be FaceTiming her? I have a, uh, I mean, because you like having your penis inside of women. Nice girls. No, there was that girl who only wanted to fuck you because you were homeless and blew you in a bar that time. Uh-huh. She was like mean. Nah, she was pretty nice. She made fun of you for being homeless the day you met. Yeah, and then she- In front of all your friends. No, it was after she sucked your dick, Mike. No. It was after she sucked your dick. No. For real? Yeah. It was before she got in the cab and then wouldn't let you come home and sleep on her couch despite knowing you were homeless and then made fun of you in front of all your friends. I don't remember any of this. I just remember getting my dick sucked. I mean, that's the good part. That's what I would <laughs> I would I would put all the other stuff out of my memory. How much of being homeless do you remember? Because you don't remember the part we you don't remember the time you looked me dead in the face and said, Chris, I've been wet for about three months. I said it was I've been cold. Nope. You said I have been wet. I have been damp for three months. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Mike, that is terrible. I don't remember any of this. I don't think it's real. Um, well, it's fine. You're doing much better in life. You've got a new job. Mm-hmm. Uh, old man hustle last week. It was very fun. Very yeah. good time. Uh, I'm sure you. I'm sure you have a banger of a lineup lined up this week. But this lady was talking to you, and she brought up. Uh, who's the guy she brought up to you? Uh, Peter Nygaard. Peter Nygaard. Now, that sounds like an evil man's name. Yeah. But uh, she was, I, all I overheard from the other room um, was, how do you do a podcast and you don't know who this guy is? And that's a, a pet peeve of mine. Because I'm going to throw this out there. I bet I know about a lot of things that that girl doesn't know about. Most likely. Yeah. Does she know who won the 90, 1992 Royal Rumble? I mean, most people know that. I would assume she does. Really? Yeah, I mean, she's from Charlotte. That doesn't mean anything. She I knows who that person is. And it's, he's royalty. I smell smoke. He, royalty. Um, I'm just saying, There's I, I picked that statistic out of the blue because it's a fairly common one that I felt like that girl didn't know. Does she know? Um, and I'm trying to think of a thing I know. Uh, does she know what bourbon is called before they age it in the barrels? I mean, I don't, I don't know many people who do. I know that. It's called White Dog. You know who I learned that from? Frederick No. Do you know who that is? Uh, uh, Jim Beam's great-grandson. That's who told me that. That's what they call it, the Jim Beam Distillery. So... So I got fucking loaded with Jim Beam's great-grandson. So yeah, I get to do a podcast, lady. That's the barrier for entry to do podcasts now. You yeah. have to have gotten drunk with a Jim Beam's great grandson. <laughs> he still runs the place. Yeah, but now his name is his last name is No. I don't like that. Don't yeah, like but that you know who his bit. dad was? Uh, a yes man. Booker No was his dad. Mm. You know who Booker No is? That's the guy. Booker who T's they, dad. It, it, it actually is Booker <laughs> T's original name. They figured Booker No, not he's Booker T. No, really. Mm. You know, they figured we'll just give him the Booker T. You know, like Booker T. Washington. About. Yeah, it was kind of bullshit. But Booker knows the guy who uh, th- that's who they named Booker's whiskey after. That's the premium Jim Beam brand. See, I know a lot about whiskey. I bet this lady doesn't know about that. 
She might know some things about whiskey. Not what I just told you. I mean, I don't know if any of that's true. <laughs> All of it is true. Yeah, and you know who told me that? Frederick No. <laughs> he also told me that he was banging uh, uh, the ex-girlfriend. No, the funny car, the Jim Beam funny car driver was banging his ex-girlfriend and called him up and was like, Freddie, man, are you going to be upset about this? He's like, man, I'm done with that slut. He was a good dude, man. Me and Stanley and Hoggy got fucking loaded with that guy one night, and it was great. Sounds like you just got drunk with a guy who no, no, he, told you his great-grandfather. No, 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 no. Here's how we met him. I'm, I, I'm sure I've told this story in high society before, but I've never told it here, so I'll tell it here. Uh, we went to an event called the Great Whiskey Debate, and it was Freddie No versus some uh, Scottish guy uh, who's doing, uh, I think, Dalmarth, uh, and... Uh, after the show, they so they did the open bar before the tasting, which is a bad idea. Okay. Uh, so we got loaded, and then we're doing it. But then they had an appetizer thing afterwards with the cash bar. Ooh. And we're sitting there. We have another drink. We get some free appetizers. And then we're going, I bet we could steal a case of whiskey if we sneak back into the conference room. Uh, and so we snuck back into the conference room, and uh, Freddie No sitting there after he has won this debate where bourbon was declared better than scotch. Obviously. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was sponsoring the whole thing. But I... Uh, he goes, he goes, what are y'all looking to do? He's sitting and drinking with his manager. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going to be honest with you, sir. Uh, um, we're trying to steal a case of whiskey. And he goes, well, I can't let you steal a whole case, but I got this bottle of Knob Creek we just tapped into if you want some of this. And we got fucked up with that, dude. Hell yes. Sent us a bunch of swag in the mail, too. It was pretty dope. Yeah, rules. Yeah, he fucking rules. He's way better than what's the guy Peter Nygaard? Yeah, he's way better than Peter Nygaard. Peter Nygaard's a rapist, right? Yeah, uh, he's also a poop connoisseur. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's not that cool, dude. Well, what, how do you do? You have something pulled up? Do you have some statistics on the poop he knows about? Because no. I want to learn about Peter Nygaard. What's he? What's he? What did he do? Because he was he was a billionaire, right? Yeah, he was a billionaire. He owned a bunch of brands. Um, Is he one of these guys who buy and sell brands? Like you know, you can just buy a bundle of defunct old brands. And kind of try to like bring them back. So um, he's a Finnish Canadian former fashion executive. He founded Nygaard International, a company that made women's apparel in '67. Uh, he was chairman through 2020. Uh, the FBI raided him, uh, raided the company headquarters in its investigation of sex trafficking investigations against him by multiple women. Uh, he was arrested, uh, sex trafficking, and racketeering in December. Uh, he ranked as the 70th richest man uh, by Canadian Business Magazine in 2009 with a net worth of $817 million. I mean, that sounds pretty good. I mean, look. He had his own island. Why was he sex trafficking? Um, I mean, because he had an island. I mean. He had a whole island called Nygaard K, spelled C-A-Y. Nice. Uh, spent... One one point seven six on a on the beach bungalow, and then fifty million to renovate like the whole island. Mm-hmm. Um, da, 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 um, yeah. So he did this. Uh, he just if you can't just get bitches like like learn Instagram, dude. This is what I don't understand about like the Jeffrey Epstein. Like, are you still gaslighting? You couldn't have started a MySpace page, Jeffrey Epstein. Like, it's just like you can't get bitches. Like, literally, like. There was a website that was up for a little while. I think it got taken down, but it was just um, people like hacking Instagram girls' phones and just like seeing all the shit that they'll do to just like get photos on a private jet. It's like you can't just message a bunch of thoughts. You don't need a sex traffic. They'll just fuck you. I don't understand this. You spent $50 million on an island. You can't get your dick wet. 
So that's what happened. He would take the bitches down to the island. Oh, and they'd be like, oh, the boat's out of gas, baby. So some shit like that. Uh, all the alleged... That's not sex trafficking, then. All the alleged victims were under 16. Oh, that's where it becomes sex trafficking again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so they filed a class action lawsuit in New York, alleging that uh, he had raped them at his Bahamas residence. But wait a second, wait a second. He owns the island? It's his mm. country? Mm. Doesn't he get to set the age of consent? It's still under Bahamian law. Uh, and either way, if you're taking an American citizen to... Did he do it at gunpoint? I don't know. I think a 16-year-old... If a 16-year-old gets on a plane and goes to the age of consent outside of Tokyo in Japan, I believe is 16. Right? Yeah. I think the age of consent in most of Asia is 16 and most of Europe. Okay. So if a, if a 16-year-old in the United States goes to Europe and or Asia and fucks a dude, can that dude be extradited to the U.S.? No. Well, if he, if he brought the dude... What do you mean? If you bring someone to a place where you can have sex with them... Yes. If you, it's a minor, they, when you get back, you're in trouble. But what if, what if he just goes, I, I really just wanted to play squash with them? And when and then and then you know one thing led to another. You know, squash is a very erotic game. Mm. You know, it's in that tiny little court. You know what I mean? You're bumping into each other. Ball's going real fast by your face. It's black. So he's also being sued by his two sons on accusations of directing a known sex worker said to be his quote unquote girlfriend to rape them. Mm. If your if your dad's like fucking, I'm assuming extremely hot. Mm-hmm. Hooker girlfriend tried to rape you and your brother. Mm-hmm. Are you going to sue your dad over that? No. I mean, I'll be honest. I always said that. I always assumed that. Uh, you know, Stephanie Seymour banged her kids. You know, who Stephanie Seymour is. No, she was Axl Rose's hot wife in the November Rain video. Oh, okay. She's got some sons that she's always like weirdly kissing. Mm-hmm. And I would always be like, "That's incest." And I'd always be like, "If they snitch on their hot ass mom for fucking them, they're fucking gay." Pretty gay, dude. Yeah, man. That's super gay. So uh, uh, Peter Nygaard, and then uh, apparently he was uh, he's into different shits. Yeah. Flavors. So he apparently had like a, uh, he apparently had like a vegetarian mm-hmm. uh, who, you know, was one of his, uh, um, you know. Uh, Sluts? Conquests, yeah. Oh, and no, victims. Sorry, I apologize. Victims, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we don't know. He probably had some sluts and some victims, but uh, whatever. One of his victims. We'll, we'll assume it's a victim. So he, uh, yeah, he liked her a lot because of the texture of her fucking vegetarian poops. So he would like, he would just take it in, in his mouth and be like, and just swish her around and shit. Mm. Pretty gross. I mean, I guess. I don't really like the kink shame. We don't kink shame on the show. So that girl told you all that in the course of that phone call. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I'm glad she doesn't have a podcast. This is the worst break in the history of this show. Moving on. Worst break? This is the worst break in the history of this show. Moving on. What What was so... Wh- moving on! The fine break. Every time I say moving on, we move to another break. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. I want to talk about a couple things. Uh, we were... First of all, uh, congratulations to our friend Eliza Orleans. Um, on? I don't know if you saw this. Uh, prostitution is essentially not being prosecuted in Manhattan anymore. Ooh, 
that's fun. It's not quite decriminalization, but it is a massive leap forward. Sex trafficking, which is a very real crime because they're bringing these bitches over in shipping crates when it comes to like New York and they're lying to them in another country and they're like, yeah, you'll work in a nail salon. And then they're like, no, you got to suck all these cocks uh, or we'll kill you. Um, uh, they're still prosecuting that. So that's why I think that there's a weird gray area in the way the statute's written, so they couldn't just abolish the former statute. It's a very difficult thing, but the DA's office has claimed. And now I wonder if it's just because they're worried that she was on their fucking heels in this election. What do you mean? Well, they, the DA's office decided this before the election. The election yes. hasn't happened yet. Yes. This is her core issue. Do you think the idea is, well, I mean, what do we need her now? Her for now? Because she was fucking owning them with this fucking sex work thing. Well, yeah, I mean... And they, also wants to legalize all drugs. That's pretty dope. Yeah. So do you think that's the next thing? Legalize all drugs? Yeah. I think everybody is... Wi- I think liberal cities around the country, which annoys me because like, it, it, as, a, as a guy who was a libertarian, who considered myself a libertarian for so long, that like... It's just Democrats are going to get the credit for drug legalization, even though we've all been on it since I was fucking 19. I was like, legalize heroin. Like, but uh, I think liberal cities around the country are waiting to see how things uh, pan out in Oregon. With the full decriminalization? Yes. What would be defined pan out? Um, I think they want to see if usage goes down and if deaths go down and if violent crime surrounding narcotics goes down. That's the big one. Like, if violent if violent crime surrounding the narcotics trade goes down... Then you can't really argue with it. Exactly. That, that, that's really the big... Well, no, also, if overdoses go down. Like, if decriminalization happens and less people are overdosing, how do you fucking argue with that? Like, literally, those are the only two problems. It's like, well, it, I mean, our residents are happier. <laughs> okay. But you don't understand. They're not going to work. It's like, I don't know. Somehow they're getting money for drugs. Well, I mean, but who's going to... Somebody has to be angry enough to throw the garbage into the truck. <laughs> so what? Sorry, Haas. No, they don't. So what happens then if you're in a situation where you decriminalize everything and you haven't made legal things to, like, make money off of it? You know what I mean? Like, you've already decriminalized it. How do you now... You're going to recriminalize things to fucking... To, so that you can eventually have, like, government-sold cocaine? I think you... you Well, no, you keep it decriminalized, but then... Um, <clears throat> there used to be a thing... Oh, that was, like, a very crafty thing they did, I think, with weed back in back back in the day where that you you could have certain drugs but you needed to get a tax stamp for it and you had to bring the drugs to the place to get the tax stamp for it what? and then they would just arrest you for having the drugs when you go there to get the tax stamp because it it was at one point unconstitutional to make narcotics illegal in this country you can't govern what a person puts in their body this is pre uh prohibition um i believe it was with marijuana because cocaine was legal during Prohibition. Um, this is when they first... and So they couldn't get around that. So they did this tax stamp thing. You could look it up. I, I remember learning about it in high school. Um, 
but it's a fucking crazy thing. So I'm sure, look, I'm sure they will do, like, eventually they'll just, if, if they wanted to legalize things, they'll they'll just do that. You know what I mean? Like, they'll just be like, yeah, we're going to legalize this and regulate it. You could, I guess, still buy it off the black market, which, I mean, I guess the real bad addicts would. But the real thing is, is like, well, I guess it's this kind of situation. It's like, all the guys I knew who got into heroin were on Oxycontin first, right? Mm. And then they were just kind of like, well, Oxycontin's expensive. Granted, we know what's in it. But I can get uh, just as high on a fraction of the price with heroin. You know? Sure. You Sorry, look- I'm just reading about this, uh, this, this stamp act. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not retarded here, right? No, this is real. I think it was, it was... Uh, it's been a long time since I thought about that. So it was for the, the, the people who would sell it. That, yeah, that's what I mean. So people who would sell, because obviously people who could, who were just possessing it for personal use, they didn't give a fuck if they had a stamp on it. You're just smoking weed. You're allowed to have it. But to sell it, you needed a tax stamp. And then they, when people would show up, they would like not, they would lock them up or something. Hmm. Because they would possess it in such quantities that they weren't supposed to have or something like that. What I'm reading here is that it was mainly just a thing where it was so expensive. They were just, it was in designed to just drive hemp marketers, people who made their money on hemp out of business. Mm. Well, I mean, that's what the, we talked, have we talked about that on the show? That's what a lot of these states do. Uh, they intentionally put tiered taxation systems on you, dispensary weed. Were you talking about this on HSR recently? Oh, okay. So yeah, well, they do it. that. They do that. Um, um, the the in every state that legalizes pot, what they do is they do they 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 artificially set the taxes lower than what they actually want them to be, uh, because they know they can they can at least take out some of the black market. It just it completely shorts things out when like all of a sudden there's good cheap weed easily accessible in a storefront, which is like at this point in New York every store sells weed. Like literally every store sells weed. Yeah, every bodega has like some dog shit mids. They might not give it to you the same way like when I was a kid, you used to get your weed bags from the corner store, and if it wasn't the guy that always sold you your weed bags at the corner store. He wasn't selling you your, you weren't getting your weed bags that day. It is, it was a very inconvenient thing when I was 15. And I was like, I just need to sell these 20 bags, damn it. You know what I mean? I just need to sell my fat dimes. That was my whole thing. Fat dimes, bro. You can always just, you can always use $10. And everybody's always got $10. Who doesn't like fat dimes? Dude, fat times. And you'd get to, I'd get to the store on 22nd and Avenue Z, and I'd be like, hey, can I have these? And look up, and it'd be a different Arab guy, and he'd be like, God damn it! Where's the other Muhammad? And he'd be like, I don't know. I've always worked. that. I hate uh, Arabs. Arab st- like store clerks have this thing where they will lie to you in this way, where I once went to the, uh, the halal cart, by my house and I go hey where's the guy who's usually here and this guy goes now I had never seen this guy with a very thick couldn't have grown this mustache since the last time I had had lamb over rice mustache right and I go where's the other guy he goes my friend is is always me and I go that no it's not and he goes yeah yes I was like for how long he goes six years I was like you have been at this halal cart 
every night for six years. Yes. I was like, You're, you never take a day off. He's like, yes, but the cart's not here. And I was like, why are you gaslighting me, dude? Ah, like, come on. <laughs> like, it's just like, I just, I'm curious where my guy is that knows my order. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, like... Did you kill him and take his cart? No, I didn't. No, no, I'm asking, did that guy... Yeah, that- that's what I thought may have happened. I was like, this is a very strange thing. Like, it's just like, you just say I took over... Because that guy was there for a while after that, and he just took over the cart. But it's like, when you just say that, like, why would you fucking gaslight me? Dude, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just one of those things where he's looking at it like, you know, you guys don't fucking, you guys don't know what's going on. Stupid, whatever. But I did know what was going on. I literally go, where is the other dude? Nah, man. (laughs) They know. They know what you're up to. What was I up to? You know what I did? You know what what my issue was? I like a lot of hot sauce and a little bit of white sauce. You know what the problem with these carts is, Mike? Too much white sauce. Too much much white sauce. Mm -hmm. It's coming, Mike. It is fairly coming. I don't need all that white sauce. I need a little bit of white sauce. I like a lot of hot sauce. And you know what? Throw a couple falafel balls in there. I'll throw you an extra bucket, too. You know what I mean? Damn, B. But the other thing we were right about was this. You sent me um, uh, a couple things. There's uh, a new segment on the show, which I think maybe we should have production for, for called We Called It. Okay. Right? So we called this, right? Eliza Orleans came on the show, and we are like, prostitution's going to be illegal. Boom. Called it. Called it. Bong, you a couple weeks ago uh, brought uh, what was the name of that company? The cleaning company, Clear, Clear, Clear. Which I wonder if they're related to that weird uh, TSA company. Hmm. Do you know about Clear, the uh, airport company? I don't know. So you can get TSA pre-check, which is just kind of like you go and like the TSA is like, all right, we did an FBI background check on you. You can you don't have to take your shoes and your belt off. You get to go on a shorter line because you paid 80 bucks. It lasts 10 years. And um, there's another thing. There's a company called Clear, which literally like they have to scan your iris in and like your fingerprints and like all this, like every time you go in. But there is never, you don't have to take nothing out of your bag. There's no fucking uh, X-ray machine, nothing. They scan your eye, your eyeballs, and they go, "Hey, that's that's fucking Chris. Go ahead." And it costs, I think, eighty dollars a month. But if you fly every week, it's fucking worth it. Huh? Like the airport. I honestly, if the airport didn't suck so much, I would, I would go on significantly more vacations. I would fly way more often if the airport didn't suck balls the way it does. But so what happened? So the UFC said they were going to use the the cleaning company Clear that we talked about a few weeks ago. That you have to have the circle to show you did it, so that they know that it's for their upcoming event. Yep. Uh, Clear is a secure identity platform whose apps expedite security screening and ticketing at airports and events and O2 Industries, uh, which will provide masks for fans. Yeah, so it is the same company as the airports. Oh, okay. So there you go. Yeah. So those guys have just... for. I want to know who the fuck owns this company. That they're just like, the government's going to let us do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do none of your shit. They're going to be the first ones with the, when, when fucking federally all drugs get legalized. They're going to be like, yeah, 
shooting galleries in the airport. Come here, <laughs> spike up, and fly in peace. Come get you some. Yeah. Tie off before you fly off with clear. Clear your mind. Snort this oxyset. You know? So we were right about that. You called it. You called it. You said, uh, this is going to be the thing, and every fucking major brand is going to be able to do it. Poor companies are not going to be able to do it. And like I said, look, $80 a fucking month is cost, and I think it's a $200 initial fee for the flight thing. That is cost prohibitive for the average fucking flyer. Mm-hmm. That's cost prohibitive for most comics that travel for a living. Yeah. Um, so called that, called that. Here's something, uh, some new news. We've we in the in the beginning of this show, we talked actually not too long ago. We were talking about Adam Waffen, the actual scary Nazis uh, in this country. So uh, they just got declared a terrorist organization in the UK. Woo! Called it good we, for them. Yeah. Exactly. You know who's not a terrorist organization? Proud Boys. Proud Boys. Because they ain't, they ain't shit compared to Adam Waffen. They're kind of just not shit. They're just pussy, man. You know? They got they got Cuban guys in their ranks. They're not really neo-Nazis. Cuban snitches. Yeah, Cuban fucking snitch motherfuckers in, that, in the, those fucking ranks. Mm-hmm. So this is the new segment on the show. We called it, which puts some production in post, okay? Are you going to actually do it, or are you just nodding to me? Yeah. Mike, I'm gonna do it. Just you don't have to do much. You just have to like put like a like a thing of people cheering and like clapping. Like it's just we call it, like so could be I anything. Do, I gotta do two things. I gotta get a cheering. I guarantee you, there's one track fucking sound effect. Track. I guarantee you there's a fucking sound effect on the goddamn computer that you're sitting in front of that has access to that. Mm, I don't know about all that. This is crazy, Mike. This is absolutely insane. I bet there there is a stock laugh clap thing in there yeah that's it we called it boom now you don't have to do it in post mike Woo. look at that look at that that's how you know where is the fucking racehorse by the way this fucking racehorse that you fucking hired just out two weeks in a row where's the racehorse mike oh there you are all right good good moving on I was all sitting here, coming in here to maybe butt heads a little bit with the racehorse. You know, here's, here's the thing. We, we, we talked about recently, uh, we were looking forward to Derek Chauvin uh, was going to get uh, uh, raped by 800 men in prison. That apparently is going to happen. It's probably a, the foreplay is happening now. Because uh, one day ago, uh, he got convicted. Uh, of all charges, uh, all the different murders, uh, he only killed the one guy, but three different murders. Um, some people are mad. Uh, I, for one, am just like, guy was never getting out of jail anyway. Who the fuck cares? Um, <clears throat> and I was ready to come in here and be like, look, this is a fucking milestone for race relations in this country. Because you know what else happened uh, the same day? I mean... I know a couple things that happened. That Not that one. Uh, there's a man uh, in Long Island named, I believe his name was Glenn DeWitt, uh, who uh, was an active shooter. Black man. 
Now we talked about this a few weeks ago on the show, Mike. We did some gambling, and we, uh, you know, we, we 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 tested the myth that black men don't get taken in alive. This man was taken in alive, unarmed. They say he's mentally ill, just like a white guy, just like they say about a white guy. Uh, same with uh, a couple of days earlier, Stephen Broderick in Austin, black man killed multiple people, not killed when he brought in. This is progress, racial progress. In this country. I mean, sure, it's a little ass backwards that, that we have to look forward to this. Well, I mean, I think there's there's two things in common with mm-hmm. both those times where the guy got brought in. What's that? They killed people. You have to officially kill people to be brought in unharmed. Is that what you're saying? Cops respect the, killers. The girl, uh, there was a girl who uh, uh, was trying to stab. Mm-hmm. And if you think of the, uh, what's her name? I, I, I'll look it up. I knew those two guys' names because I was prepping this bit, and then that thing happened, and I was like, ah, I should probably read that article, and then didn't. Um, so Several different people have sent me the photo of her from the body cam swinging the knife. Uh, Mackay Bryant. Mackay Bryant. Uh, she was killed as they were waiting for the verdict to be read, correct? Mm-hmm. She's the girl with the knife. Yeah. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, the girl in the pink jumpsuit didn't even take an on-the-other-end slug, correct? No. Just dropped. They just dropped that big girl. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people are very upset about this. Uh, racehorse, uh, how do you feel? <laughs> all right, all right. I get it. Calm down. Look, this is the thing. I, I, I figured I would talk about this a little bit, Mike. How do you feel about it, Mike? I'm gonna let you hang yourself, and then uh, I'll get into this. I'm with the racehorse, dude. I'm a little fucking indignant. You're a little indignant. You don't think it should have happened? I don't know, dude. I mean, whatever. It is. Pull up that picture again. You can't be. You can't be out here swinging knives. Yeah. Um. Seem like a taser might have been a good option. Um. Maybe. I mean, the thing that's going to really. It looks like she's about to stab that woman in the belly. Yes. Are you really gonna take a chance? About if that taser gets out in time. No, probably not. Right. Um, or that it even just drops her because the way tasers work is you shoot it and it just kind of sticks you with a pin and then you have to push the thing and then it jolts the person. But here's the thing. As somebody who's tased themselves, I'm pretty sure you can stab while being tased. Yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be a herky-jerky... <laughs> It's gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be an all over the place. It's going to be. It's going to be some uh, real Barbara Seville shit. You know what I mean? Like, plus the fucking the the electricity of the taser then running ta- through the knife. Yeah. Is going to electrocute the person. Oh you man. Know what I mean? Maybe though. Hold on. Maybe if they would have tased them, right? She would stab that lady, but then it would have been like the electricity would run through them both, and then they would both get electricity powers, mm. but only when they were near each other, but then they don't like each other, right? Mm. And that would be like a crazy like buddy cop superhero movie. <laughs> what if they What if they just Freaky Friday'd in that moment? Oh, shit! Stabs her, gets the electrocution. And, but then the chick who did the stabbing goes to jail for stabbing herself, and she's like, no, that's me! And then that other chick's gotta pretend to be the girl that she hates enough that she stabbed her. So she's just like, yeah, I'm totally Tanya or whatever. I'm a dumb bitch who wears pink jumpsuits and fucks uh, uh, this other girl's man. <laughs> Which is, I don't know what they were fighting about. I know they were 16-year-old girls. I guarantee that was a big part of it. I guarantee it was something about the attention of a young gentleman. 
Mm. Was it? Do you have the details of the story? I purposely, honestly, didn't really read about no. it because I figured we would do this incredibly ignorant bit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't uh, know. I, uh, because people are fucking... You know what annoys me about this? And then there was the 13-year-old kid who, um, who tossed the gun. Also uh, this week, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the, Again, I didn't read about that either. You know why? Because I think both of these, I mean, I'm not going to call them justified because I don't think any of these things are justified. But both of these things are take a shine off the Dante Wright thing, which, as I said last week, was a bad stop, and that fucking chick is going to jail for lying about thinking that was her taser. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like and like that kid did nothing wrong, and that was a bad stop. And, like, these were, like, both people wielding deadly fucking weapons. That was a kid who was probably scared that he was going to get railroaded for something else. Because he's just a, you know what I mean? Because he's told to think that by this police officer. He gets stopped for an air freshener? Like, and now we're talking, he did nothing. And then they shot him for drive. There's, there's a reason why a lot of jurisdictions have um, no pursuit now. Mm. It's four bad stops like that. If a, ki- if, if a kid panics, you don't shoot a kid. So they shot a kid. These are both like, uh, kid had a gun. Fucking, uh, I mean, that kid was 13, had a gun, but still. Yeah, good. well, here my, my issue with that kid, though, is that the cops literally were like, all right, drop the gun. And he dropped the gun, and then they shot him. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Like... Uh, you know, the, and then you go back to the, the 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 guy in Virginia, you know, who got the army lieutenant who got pulled yeah. out of his truck. And that's another one where it's like, you know, the cop telling you, hey, you should be afraid of me. Like everything about what those cops were doing. It's like if you you're right. Like, yeah, I don't want to be in a situation where me complying with you is going to make my life significantly worse. Dude, I've been in some weird situations with cops where it's like. I mean, I told you that one thing was like, when I didn't run the light, they searched me because I didn't run the light. Mm. Right? I told the story on the show. It was like, there are like just dicey situations with fucking police officers. Yeah, cops suck. But so, do you, do you have any information on what those girls were fighting about? No. I have a feeling that won't come out for a while. And I have a feeling what's going to really, what's going to hang that cop or not is if somehow the girl who was about to get stabbed testifies. Like, how shitty does that girl feel that there's all of a sudden all these people propping up the girl who was trying to murder her? Like, imagine you're that chick. Like, imagine you had self-esteem issues already. And then, can you find her name? The other girl? Yeah. No. Well, here's the thing. You probably can't find her name because she's a minor and she was the victim of a crime, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> However, how fucked up is that? That Imagine you were a 16-year-old girl and you have massive self-esteem issues. You're just really sad. Now you're about to get your ass whooped. You're in a head-to-toe pink jumpsuit. You yeah. just fucked this fat chick's man, so you know yeah. he's... Well, she probably was wearing the... She she definitely fucked that fat chick's man's. Uh, she was wearing a head-to-toe pink jumpsuit because she was feeling herself because someone finally gave her that attention she needed. Mm-hmm. And then she's about to get stabbed. She's like, fuck, I'm finally feeling like a single independent woman. And then she gets... Uh, she gets saved. I'm sure that was a traumatic, traumatic situation. 
But imagine the next day when everybody, who the fuck knows? Imagine nothing happened. Imagine, imagine that other chick was just like, yo, you knocked over my coffee culotta. And it was like, I'm a stare. I don't know what this is. We don't know what the situation is. No clue. So, I mean, by the time this comes out, maybe people will know. But, like, imagine, imagine you're that chick. It's just like, you're just like, is everybody just like calling the girl who tried to, should I just kill myself? Would that, would that be better? That was, should I just fulfill her dying wish and kill myself? You know, Mike? Mike's nodding in the other room. I feel like he didn't want to co-sign that very morbid thing that I think is silly and funny, but is certainly in poor taste. I just had to upload something. I completely agree. This uh, this does kind of suck. I mean, you know, the 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 overwhelming uh, uh, opinion online at this point seems to be the girl needed to be stopped. Whether you know lethal force or not, the girl did need to be stopped. So I I don't think it's lost on anyone who the who the real victim of this is. But yeah, I mean, you know, it was very bad timing when you show up. Yeah, because it's like the George Floyd verdict just got read out. And but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be. Can we just talk about something real quick? So the George Floyd verdict was supposed to be a verdict that, you know, he went to jail for like a few minutes. People were like, this is the right thing that happened mm-hmm. before this came out, right? Like this, this shows people in this country that maybe change is possible. You know who wasn't even paying attention to it? Makai Bryant. These two chicks who were just like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Hope for the future. I'm trying to stab this bitch for fucking my man. Or which we don't know. Is that what that's what happened? It could have been over a coffee culotta. Okay. What? Are you saying she why doesn't why can't she get a coffee culotta at Starbucks, Mike? What are you trying to say? Uh racehorse, what do you think about Mike's racism? <laughs> yeah, see the racehorse is mad at you, Mike. Because Take take it easy, racehorse. Because you don't think she can get a coffee culotta, Mike. That's yeah. Because that's a white girl drink, Mike. I mean, if this is where you want to take it, racehorse. What do you think about Chris immediately going to the race card? <laughs> what, what what are you mad about? I mean, you're taking it places it doesn't need to go. I mean, I was this girl stabbed over a sugary drink? I'd say that possibly. To assume that is more racist. <laughs> Look, we all know the coffee culotta is associated with whites. Let's the Starbucks. Racehorse. <laughs> oh my god. I anybody can have it. It's associated. Fine. I should have said, I should have said a fucking pumpkin spice latte. Cause then oh, damn you, racehorse. Damn you. If anybody doesn't know why we're talking to a horse, I once sent Mike out to get. Uh, a horse that runs fast so that we could gamble on it when it's in races. And he bought a horse that's an expert in race relations who answers questions we don't ask. I'm all right. I'm glad you're back. I think you're a little drunk, racehorse. Oh, oh, okay. That's what a that's what my mother used to do. She should change the subject. All right. All right, all right, calm down. You're doing your job just fine, all right? I'm just saying I think maybe you have a problem. I mean, we did have to sell a lot of Dogecoin to buy that horse, and now... And yeah, look, exactly. We got screwed. We would have had six times as many dollars. It's falling again, Mike. Don't worry about it. Um, I'm, I'm worried. 
<laughs> I invested at the wrong time. Oh no. Yeah. Should've... We'll get to that. Hold on. Let's finish our let's finish our chat with the racehorse. Uh another uh thing. We'll move move on real quick. So uh <clears throat> I sent you an article. The FDA is uh mulling over banning menthol cigarettes. Uh oh. Um, now, this is a racially divided issue. Uh, thank you, Racehorse. Racehorse smokes menthols, uh, but he's white. Um, so, uh, in the past, um, <clears throat> they've tried to outlaw... When they outlawed all flavored cigarettes uh, and tobacco products... Actually, Al Sharpton was a huge... Uh, he came out and said, "If because menthol was included in that, it is a flavor. It's a cool flavor. Uh, and Al Sharpton came out and said, well, if you make menthols illegal, that's racist. And uh, came down to Al Sharpton won that. And his like coalition of people who were like, yeah, making menthols uh, illegal um, is is racist, which, I mean, I think, uh, I'm going to ask the racehorse. Now, racehorse, if the government made menthols illegal, is it racist? No! So wait a second. By assuming... That black people smoke menthols. Am I racist? God damn it, racehorse. Look, here's the thing. So you're saying Al Sharpton is a racist against black people. (laughs) All right, you're just angry about that? Okay. Uh, Look. So here's the thing. Uh, The NAACP has an entire campaign saying that they should outlaw menthol cigarettes because black people love them so much. All right, calm down. It's on their website. They don't specifically say that they love them so much, but they literally say uh, uh, black people are dying because of menthol and they need to make menthol illegal. And uh, to me, that means uh, uh, clearly black people like menthol. Damn it. What? It's it's a very clear line to... I've never met a black person that smokes Marlboro Reds. It's all I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck. So I don't know how this is going to shake out with the whole menthol bed. I'll tell you this. I'm against it. I like a Lucy. I'll I'll, I'll smoke a cigarette once a year. Does that not, that inherently makes it not racist. What do you mean? Is if you're a person who likes menthol cigarettes, last time I checked, you're not black, Chris. That's true. I'm not black. So anybody can like fucking Newports, right? Like fucking wiggers aren't allowed to be smoking Newports anymore? Yeah. Like what are we doing here? Exactly. I don't even think we're allowed to say wigger anymore. You're, you can, you can, there will never be wigger rights. I, I think people don't say it anymore. Yeah, I mean, just because it fell out of fashion, just like Wiggers did. But 
No, I think people avoid saying it because it's racist. What are they calling the W word? Get the fuck out of here. No, there's nothing racist about calling someone a wigger. Then why did Rich Chigga... Do you know who Rich Chigga is? No. He now is, goes by Rich Brian, but his name was Rich Chigga. He was an Asian man. Mm-hmm. Ghostface, his first song was so fire that Ghostface jumped on the remix, and then there's a video of Ghostface being like, oh, this motherfucker figured out how to say it. I can't be mad at it, plus his beat is fire. He changed his name to Rich Brian, because you're not even allowed to say chica anymore, which wasn't even as loaded of a word as wigger. Yeah, I mean, it's got the A on the end, at least. Also, it could just be another word. Dude, if you told me, before I knew who Rich Chigga was, if you told me Chigga was the Chinese word for the guy who drives a rickshaw, 100% would have believed you. I'd still believe it. For all I know, that's how he got the name. Could be. All right, we'll probably look that up next week. Moving on. All right. <clears throat> we've got a... We've got a... Uh, oh, actually, before we, move, before we completely move on... Uh, <coughs> What was uh what was the thing that I I said I uh, hold on don't say anything and then we'll 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 talk about that in a second Doge Oh yeah you bought you bought some Doge coin again Yeah At what at what price 50 cents 40 cents 30 Where's it at now Where's it at right now as we record 19 I know I'm so mad I was going to sell and then I was going to sell at 40 and then Kim was like it's going to hit 50 today and I was like all right It wasn't going to hit 50 it'll hit 50 at some point but I would still now you how much did you? How much? How much money did you throw on Mike? Couple, couple bucks. Thirty dollars. A little more. Hundred bucks. A little less. I made fucking. I made almost a hundred bucks on my fucking uh, the initial uh, um, poetry winnings. Less what it cost to buy the racehorse. Mm. So. Okay. I invested. I I sold and then reinvested some, and you know that's not going great right now. I mean, look, man. Thing, I'm gonna hold. Th- things happen. All the crypto I bought when Coinbase IPO'd is up, though. Yeah. You should find It's that. almost like I did more than think about a meme. Yeah. You should also... Uh, you should find your fucking Doge. Yeah. I should. You have some Doge somewhere, and chances are you bought it at, like... I've been trying to get in touch with Bittrex, and they're just like, eat a dick, bro. <laughs> oh, I bought it at, like, a thousandth of a penny. But right. I don't know how much I bought. Maybe ten bucks worth or something, which is probably worth, you know... Couple grand now. Yeah, I I literally don't remember, but I remember I only started this account to buy Dogecoin. Damn you, Bitrex. Sucks. What are you gonna do? At one point, I installed a miner for something called Blackcoin on my Mac, but I don't know how long I ran it for. But there might be some Blackcoin on my Mac. Can you look up what the price of Blackcoin? I remember it was the first cryptocurrency that you got interest. If you went to black.com and used it? Nope. Just for holding black coin, you garnered some interest. Huh. Hmm. And so, like, as they were mined by new people mining them, if you were holding some, you got a piece of whatever was mined. It's at uh, seven cents. I believe it was down 30% on the day, so... Yeah, it, I think it's been hovering. I don't think it ever went higher than a nickel when I was holding it. I definitely was mining it at some point on my like not too powerful Mac. 
If you can experience all oh, this what is in this? just 15... Sorry, the, the, uh, the, one of the stories video started playing. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm sure I'm, I know which one it is. All right, we'll move on. Uh, I got to watch a thing real quick. Now, one of our favorite, we like to shit on politicians on this show, Mike. Yep. It's uh, a thing we do. Who are some politicians we've shit on and had a great time? Last week, we had a great time, grand old time, shitting on Andrew Yang. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, big one. Uh, Chuck Schumer is a guy we were making, when he was doing those stupid press conferences outside that were clearly making him very uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, so I figured I'd bring this to the show, and, um, how many views did you say this video had, Mike? Uh, 62, Chris. 62 views. Yeah, you're one of 62. No, uh, I didn't see it when I pulled the video up on Chuck Schumer's YouTube channel. Also, by the way, I'm gonna throw this out there. Chuck Schumer is so old, he is one of the few, most politicians are smart enough to know to not put their ads on their YouTube channel. I saw this because it came up before I watched the video on YouTube. Most politicians are tech-savvy enough and young enough, like some of the ones we want to make fun of, they are young enough and understand that you don't put your campaign ad on YouTube where people like me can grab it and shit all over you, right? Because your, 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 your political ads are usually very hacky and shitty and stupid. And roll the tape, Mike. Here's Chuck. He's in front of... On Saturdays, I'm in New York. I ride my bike along the Brooklyn waterfront. I'm not a spandex guy. guy. I'm not going at 40 miles. Pause it. I ride... Now, first of all, I want to acknowledge the wall he was in front of as he was pulling his bike out of his apartment near the Brooklyn waterfront. Uh, There was some sports balls that were probably placed there that he's never used. And uh, I think a model of the solar system, Mike? Can you pull that... Just scroll back for a second. I'm not going at 40 miles in New York. I ride my bike along the Brooklyn waterfront. That's not. Wait, I need to see the wall, Mike. You got to pay attention. 40 miles in what wall? Oh, Saturdays. this wall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that a model of the solar system? Yeah, it, oh, man. It looks like it. No, that's definitely a rack for his his sports ball. Oh, it's, just, it's a rack for his. So he has three different soccer balls. Mm-hmm. And then he's not going. Go, go back to where we were, uh, where he's along the waterfront. There you go. I'm not going at 40 miles oh, He's not. He's not a spandex guy. I take in the beauty of Brooklyn, and I wonder Ooh. if this waterfront will be around as my little grandson Pause this. grows up. If we don't take bold action on climate... Chuck Schumer is fully aware that he needs that waterfront to be around because somebody got murdered so he could be a senator. That's just how it worked back then. It was a rite of passage. Someone had to die for you to get a Senate seat in New York 400 years ago when Chuck Schumer became a senator. The 90s. <laughs> He's only been a senator since the 90s? Yeah. Why does he look so shitty? Uh, By the way, when he was dr- riding that bike, he's not a spandex guy. Yeah, no shit. He's a felt guy. He looked like a Muppet riding a bike. I, he looked like when Skeeter and Scooter had the bike for two in the Muppet movie. He, uh, Yeah, he was the junior senator to Hillary Clinton. Mm. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. He's so old. Was he in Congress before that? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. All right, keep playing this. A change now. It's going to change the shape of our city for the worse. So don't have any Look, that's the part. With 
Democrats in charge, the Senate is treating climate change like the crisis it is. And I'll fight for our future. All right, let's just throw this out there. I want to know, you know that, first of all, I guarantee you he has more than one grandchild. For sure. I want to know the racial makeup of that grandchild because I guarantee he picked the one that looked the most racially ambiguous. Yep. So he can get that. Remember, uh, when Bill, if, for anybody who doesn't know, when Bill de Blasio ran for mayor here in New York, literally at the end of the thing, they showed a 17-year-old, uh, of his campaign ad, they showed a 17-year-old black kid, uh, and he was like, yeah, that's why I'm voting for Bill de Blasio. It's not just because he's my dad. And everybody's like, oh, he's got a black son? And that's literally why he's been the mayor for eight years. Kind of. Like, no one else knows why he's the mayor other than fucking, I believe his son might might be named Don. Everybody's just like, yo, Afro son, definitely fucking bless that motherfucker with the mayorship. You know what I mean? So I guarantee Chuck was like, get me the closest thing we have access to, to uh, Afro son? Afro, no, no, not Afro man. Yeah, I know we can book him. We'll get to that in a second. Can we book Afro Man on the show? By the way, people want Afro Man on the show. I DM'd him. Did you? Yeah. What, what, can you read me the DM? Sure. All right, we'll do that uh, in a minute. Um, so, uh, so Chuck is, uh, I'm going to just say this, is an asshole. Okay. Uh, for all of this, I hated this ad. It infuriated me so much. Mm-hmm. It did not make him relatable. Oh. First of all, you go by that Brooklyn waterfront. I'm going to throw this out there. This is this is how I know it wasn't built by real New Yorkers, Mike. You want to know you want to know what makes me mad about that Brooklyn waterfront? Go for it. Some of the only illuminated handball courts in all of New York City. There's very few illuminated hand, you need light to play handball. They have them. They're under a roof. You can play in the rain. You know what there isn't? A fence by the water so that your ball doesn't go in the water. There's not even a net, Mike. That's how I know that was not built. That waterfront was not built by real New Yorkers. All right? Chuck Schumer's not a real New Yorker. He can go fuck himself. Also, he's got a house. in. He bikes along the Brooklyn waterfront. I've been in front of his house in uh, Mill Basin. He owns a big-ass house in Mill Basin. I blew up a watermelon with a half a stick of dynamite in front of Chuck Schumer's house in Mill Basin. It was probably... Statute of limitations ago. Um, I'm just saying, Chuck Schumer, go fuck yourself. That, that, that was the most unlikable ad. And then the day after I see that ad, I see this tweet. It is a tweet from Chuck Schumer. Came out on Hitler's birthday. And it says, happy 420 from the Senate Majority Leader. And I'll tell you this right now. I saw that and I was like, get a load of the fucking narc. Look at this fucking... He's pushing for legal weed now. Federally. Yeah. Have you seen this? No. That's because he wants his fucking taste. Chuck Schumes doesn't get a taste. He's a fucking federal guy. Senators are federal guys. He sees this legal weeds coming in in New York and he's like, I need my fucking taste, bro. I need my fucking taste. Because all these weed fucking guys, if that's the real reason why he's pushing this now. All of a sudden, Chuck Schumer wants to push legal weed because it's legal in New York 
and none of those people with deep pockets need to suck up to Chuck Schumer because the shit's still illegal federally. Got him. You got to say something, Mike. What are you doing? I just can't argue with that. I'm, I'm just saying, he's a fucking piece of shit. I fucking saw, it's the most transparent thing ever. And he's like, I, hello, fellow kids. I also smoke reefers. You want to listen to my jazz albums? Go fuck yourself, Chuck. I fucking hate you. She does stink. Well, it's just like with the whole fucking UFC thing. He called it human cockfighting until all of a sudden he could make money off of it. Right? thought that was McCain. No, that was him. Fuck him. Yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Mm. Um... He's a fucking, I read a statistic um, a long time ago. It was a book called, uh, I believe I read it in a book called Democracy for Realists that say politicians don't, it was a book, it was about basically politicians don't actually affect social change in any way. On average, politicians don't endorse an idea until it has a, like a, a, a truly controversial idea, until it has 70% approval ratings. And they cited some examples. The one that I remember very clearly is Obama changed his mind on gay marriage as soon as the polls hit 72%. Um, and there's a couple other things. And a lot of people in various states, they could show with marijuana legalization and all this, where they all of a sudden changed their mind. There's obviously some holdouts. But in general, you can't see change from poli- Even if like 60% of people want something until it hits like a disturbing majority, and also time has to pass. Not only does it have to be a majority, it has to be long enough where they can be called on not changing their mind on the issue. Like, it's a fucking crazy thing. All right, well, I thought that was all a fun little bit. Uh, I, 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 I guess we'll move on, Mike. I, I guess, I guess we'll move on. <laughs> Um, we have a we have an ask the goon, and then we'll, we'll probably get out of here right after that. Um, um, so it's from uh, it's from that young lady who um, she hit us up a while ago, and then now uh, she said she the fuck doll lady. Remember the fuck doll lady from a few weeks ago? Her husband was fucking these uh, low rent. Chinese fuck dolls. How can I forget? We gave her homework. Yeah, we get we gave, and I want to know if she did it. Uh, that's actually a question for her, and she never got back to me. Is uh, did she play the podcast of us talking about fucking her to piss off her husband for her husband? Yeah, because I think that's going to really fix their marriage, Mike. What was his reaction sitting there through th- about thirty minutes of us just calling him a fucking loser for fucking such low rent sex dolls? Yeah, for yeah, I mean, like literally, these these were. Low rent sex dolls. Like I fucked some low rent women. Yeah. Which I regretted. And that cost me years of my life. And I'd still rather fuck those women again before I put my dick in one of those sex dolls. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um but she she messaged us because she need she has a follow up question. Um I'll read the email. So since the two of you were gracious enough to volunteer for charity spit roasting, I figure the least I can do is try and tone up. Make it worth your boy's time. Okay. My workout I, level. Hold on. Huh? Hold on. I appreciate the sentiment. Uh-huh. Okay. There's nothing charity about us hate spit roasting you. Yeah. To teach your husband a lesson. Yeah. That's social justice. Yeah. Right? 
Right, racehorse? There you go. Racehorse says so. Um, I don't even know this girl's race. I'll be honest with you. Does it matter? No. No. If her boyfriend was black, though, would that be racist? If we fucked her if her boyfriend was black? I think that would make us less racist. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) No, I mean, there's like a known thing. There's a known quantifiable thing that's considered racist is if white men won't fuck a white woman after they fucked a black guy. That's quantifiably racist. Thank you, racehorse. So, but also, if he's black, and I say it's less racist if we fuck her, it's also racist? Well, look, I'll, I'll tell you this. Racehorse is a little wobbly in the booth here. I'm just, yeah, I mean, he's fucking drunk. Um, I'm just going to tell, tell you this, Mike. Here's the thing about um, this whole thing is uh, if you're spit roasting a woman for social justice, it's probably going to be a little racist. But here's the thing about racism when it comes to sex. It makes it a little hotter. Right, racehorse? There you go. Something we can agree on. That's how I know he's drunk. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so my workout level is couch potato. I thought maybe learning a martial art would make it more interesting. Obviously, the Ellis Mania champ, this year's Ellis Mania champ, and the part owner of the grappling club know their martial arts. What are your opinions on the various disciplines, specifically jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, Krav Maga? Do you have a favorite, and what would you recommend for a beginner? I mean, Krav Maga for a beginner, correct? I mean, if... All right, here's Also, the thing. I think for any woman, you should learn Krav Maga, right? Because there's yeah. no tournaments, and it basically is just... That's my purse, and then you kick the guy in the nuts and gouge his throat. Yeah, I mean, look, if you want to beat your husband into fucking you, learn Krav Maga. Yeah, because you could just, well, you just eye gouge him and then stick your clit in the eye socket. Ooh. Yeah, sexy. Trying to get me boned up over here? Yeah, just scissor that fucking eye socket. <laughs> oh! Um, yeah, I mean, look, that that's that's a really good martial art if you, like, want to learn how to use weapons and all that horse shit. Like, there is, there is some nonsense in Krav Maga. I, I know nothing really about it, except that my buddy was doing it for a little while before he went into jujitsu, because I think he just realized he didn't, he was a little guy who didn't realize he did not know how to fight for shit, and uh, somebody had threatened to kill him, and the reason we real, the reason why I say he didn't know, he realized he didn't know how to fight for shit is because the guy who threatened to kill him, kind of a pussy. Gotcha. Like... The guy who threatened to kill him once, uh, there was like some boxing matches going out in front of that kid's house, and he was like, I would say I would box, but nobody hears my size. And I was just like, we're the same size. And he was like, yeah, nobody hears my size. (laughs) And I was like, all right, I guess we're not boxing. Um, But uh, so I think if you're trying to tone up, I mean- Nothing better than jujitsu. Yeah, jiu is where it's at if that's your goal. And I'll tell you this. As a chick, there's not going to be a lot of chicks in the class. If you're grappling with somebody, I'll tell you this. The, a couple of times I've grappled with like a blue belt that's sign, significantly stronger than me, like bigger than me. The next day, every single muscle in your body hurts. Yeah. Like, especially geek. Because you're fighting against like the holds and pulls. And I think any woman's going to want to probably start with gi. Yeah. 
You don't want to go no gi until you get that tone. Okay. Right? I, mean, I think women are self-conscious. She wouldn't have wrote this email if she wasn't a little self-conscious. Sure. I mean, She said her workout level is couch potato. You know, the flip side of that, too, is, you know, you're going you're gonna to feel what it's like to have someone in your guard again, you know? Like, that part will be nice for her. You can still do that in gi. No, I mean, regardless, I'm saying... Oh, yeah, that'll that be nice. Jiu-jitsu, you know? Oh, like yeah. No, 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 Here's the thing. If she takes jujitsu, we stop getting these emails. Oh, yeah. She's like, gonna, she's, day, within days. Yeah, she's going to become a map pig. Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. She, sweet. There's right? no ta- there's no tapping for bitches. Mm-mm. No. She's going to, yeah, she's going to be like, she's going to be like, what husband? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, here's my fuck doll. They're the fuck, they're the fuck. As soon as she gets her first stripe, she's be like, these are my fuck doll. These are the noobs. These are the white belts. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, my, I'm married to the game. I'm married to Jits. Yeah, dude. She's going to fucking murder those fucking dudes. Mm. It's going to be fucking sweet. It's going to be funny when she flying triangles her husband. It's like, eat this fucking pussy, faggot. Dude, I've always said this. When I first saw Ronda, Ronda Rousey, and I said it about, what was that chick with the fucking great butt and thick legs from, like, I, I don't even remember, like, three weeks ago. I probably sent you a text. Like, I want this bitch to put me... I was I literally was like, just like, that's something like, yeah, just put me in a triangle till I pass out while you're naked. Oh, Mackenzie Dern, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's hot. Yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one that likes to be. I'm not. A, I'm not a guy who loves to be dominated. I like get slapped in the face a little. Okay, that's not really dominating. Sure, like a slap in the face. I mean, come on, that's like almost like a oh you brute kind of. What are you doing? Yeah, but I'm just saying some of these fucking some of these chicks. <sighs> yeah, lock me up. Fucking choke me, bitch. <laughs> choke me. It's gonna be a real problem for her husband. Oh, once she starts learning this shit? Like, he's already been cucked by us. I think maybe she's reaching out to us because she's just like, yeah, he, we've audio cucked him. Yeah. We have fucked his eardrums by now, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, but it's like, then I think maybe she just wants, remember the original advice we gave her was to rape this man. Right. Right? I mean, maybe she's just scared she can't, Rape him. Right. I'll tell you this. This is something we never talked about. Uh, remember we interviewed uh, on the show uh, Shakes and Hog about their movie about the guy who lives in the walls? Yeah. Okay. Shakes had this fucking great idea for a movie back in the day. It's called Counter Rape. Okay. Right? And I really shouldn't be butchering his, his, his idea, but the idea was a girl is like, you know, a rape revenge movie. There's, there's plenty of them. Zach did a whole month of them for, on Midnight Spook Show. Right? So the idea of counter-rape is basically death wish, but, like, a chick gets raped, and then she, like, learns rape martial arts. Okay. And then just, like, goes out like a, the old-school flasher with a strap-on on, and then when dudes try to rape her, she's like, oh, no, it's your turn now, bruh. And then just reverses it and just rapes. Oh, dude. Yeah. And then um, counter-rape 2, which was uh, me and Paperface's idea, was, uh, was like, how do you up the... C- the ante to get a sequel out of this is like counter rape two. Someone taught a horse to rape. <laughs> <laughs> That's her infinity war. <laughs> I'm not calling you a rapist, racehorse. You're not rape horse, you're racehorse. It's fine. Um 
No, I mean that would be that would be the ultimate end to this series of emails to this woman. Oh. Just her sending us a fucking if full she body learns... shot. She's got abs and a fucking nine inch strap on on, and she's like, I'm getting laid tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's that's how I hope this whole story ends. That's what I'm saying. Just fucking just her And then she's just a rape vigilante? Just fucking her husband, him in missionary, right? So he's got his legs up in the air like a baby changing the diaper, mm. and the sex dolls are in the corner watching. Yeah. Mm. Dude, I hope I hope she fucks his butt. I hope she learns jiu-jitsu and then anally rapes her husband. I mean <laughs> Look, I mean Christmas is like eight months away, Mike. <laughs> but my birthday's in June. <laughs> Oh man, what does she get if she sends us a picture of, of her, her raping her husband's of, butt? Yeah, I want a nine-inch. First of all, minimum. I want—I don't want a picture. I want a GIF. But okay, sure. What do we send, Mike? I don't know. The, I mean, can, you definitely get nudes of Mike. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you can get those just by DMing me. Um, uh, come on, Mike. We could send her the Should racehorse. We, you know, have some dignity. How about that? Send her to the racehorse to rape. Yeah. yeah. I can't she can film fucking counter rape to herself then. Maybe we can get Zach to direct counter-rape and counter-rape too. Because, you know, Zach can direct a movie. He's busy with... Uh, he's, he's, work, he's working on something now, but... I think maybe... You know, I got to pitch him these ideas. Maybe me and Shakes can hammer out a script. I don't hate it. I think that's... It's something to ponder. It's something to ponder. All right, well, that has been Notes of a Goon. Uh, we've got to get the fuck out of the studio before we get in trouble. So, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm away. And well, this we, we're not missing an episode, but I'm away next week, so we did this a little early. We crammed it in, much like our friend there is going to cram it in or fucking shitty husband. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter, on Instagram. Mike is at VM Harrington on both of those platforms. And leave us a review. And also, if you need advice like we have been giving to everybody who calls, everybody who reaches out to us, we've given solid advice. How to get a new plug, uh, if you should fuck your uh, cheat necks or whatever, uh, uh, if you should rape your husband or not. Ask the goon at gmail.com. That is the email. Also, it's just the all-around email address for the show. Right, you can email us whatever you need. If you just want to talk about something, you want to just drop a line to me or Mike. Ask the goon at gmail.com is the way to do it. Thank you. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar.
Say goodbye.